or call 828-765-2611. This is All About Home Construction, and here's your hosts, Terry Canelbeck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, man. Happy Saturday to you. Glad to be back. Glad that you're back. It's it's good to have All About Home Construction with Randy here. So, uh, Well, yeah. you know, I left it up to the, the educated people to uh, do the school you know. thing last week. That's it. Well, we had Dr. Elliot on, and we appreciate him coming on last week and uh, talking a little bit about the Back to School Festival. Of course, school will start up for kids Monday morning, the 16th. So uh, watch out. There'll be buses on the road. So pay attention. Give yourself extra time. ASU students are back, too. So keep that in mind as you're out and about driving and getting to work on Monday morning. Be safe. Keep everybody safe. Hey. Boone's unreal right now. Yep. Now, I would like to do a consumer safety tip. Please do. And and the reason for that is, is yesterday in the McDonald's line, there was so many people texting in line that there was as much as 10-foot difference between their bumpers. <laughs> you know, McDonald's has set up a drive through system to take care of to handle the heavy traffic. But are most of these people farsighted? Are they ignorant? <laughs> because you got people out in the highway trying to turn in. Yeah. And, you know, that's the biggest problem is, is North Carolina passed a law about texting, mm-hmm. but there's nobody paying attention. And especially at the one, one, uh, 105, 321 extension, or at Wendy's there. Right. You might sit there up to 15 seconds because somebody's texting in front of you. Oh, I know. I know. I I feel you, man. Been there and done that. I got behind them. Well, the thing about it is, it lets you know that people that aren't self-employed are ignorant. You know. Yep. Because they just they just doodle around. You know, they don't care. I'm with you. I have been there, done that. And of course, in that, in that, like you said, it's not only is it inconsiderate, it's also illegal because anything. Uh, Man, the law says manually or uh, entering multiple letters or text in the device as a, uh, as a means of communication with another person or reading any electronic mail, text message, and then it goes on, blah, blah, blah. But basically, it's against the law, and you'll get a ticket. Well, yes. Plus, you'll make Randy late for work. That's right. Or late to get his coffee. I hadn't figured out which one. No, it was. I, uh, but the point is... I make my money by the hour. Right. Okay. And most people go to their job. They work nine to five, you know, like Dolly Parton did. And, uh, but be safety conscious in town. You know, it's like one time I was going on, going to the coast because my, my dad's health was bad. And here I am going through. Now, I am a fast driver, but I, in my viewpoint, it's better to be out in front and in a crowd. Yep. And there was a young man riding beside me at 80 mile an hour reading a book. I, I've i seen it. And, uh, I, yep. That's scary. I have, I have seen that same thing. I saw a guy one time had a laptop out on the interstate. He's driving by himself, and he's, like, sitting up on the dash, and he's typing on it. like Scary. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. And then the, another thing that came out this last week, was the number one pollution for the coastal areas of the East Coast is face masks and rubber gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So if you know if you believe in saving animals and stuff, throw your trash in the trash can. Right. Well, there, there's. I mean, over the last going on two years, almost right, year and a half, two years now. Like, it it amazes me how many masks and not and gloves too, but like especially the masks that you see. I mean, walk through any parking lot, any grocery store in town, and I guarantee you can find a mask right now. Yes, and. Uh, uh, which you've heard me complain about that before because I told Mark Carter I wouldn't cuss, and I did, and today I've behaved, and I'm not cussing now. But the thing about it is is the building blocks of life come from the ocean. Yep. And microplastic is killing them by the millions. Yeah. And that's your major food chain coming out of the ocean feeding everybody. Right. Yeah. So... You know what? It ain't necessarily the big corporations that are uh, doing contamination in the world. It's a standard consumer out here. Right. Or the parent not paying attention to the kid the other day I got throwing trash out of a car window. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you go fill up gas at a service station, put your trash in the receptacle there. And tip the guy that has to carry the trash to the dumps yeah. and keep it off the streets. Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, it, and, you know, we talk about it and, you know, it, it's to me it's like you anybody, I don't, you know, whoever you are, do you want that trash in your own yard? I mean, how many times you see, you know, especially anybody that lives around a main yard, a main road, uh, just from with heavy traffic, you know, how many times do you have to go out and clean your yard People throw stuff. So correct. It, you know, it's it's the same. I mean, it's it's always somebody's yard or somebody. Well, there was a guy over here on 105 bypass, I, and uh, right below uh, Caldwell Community College. Over, mm-hmm. it just seemed like everybody threw their trash on the side of the road where he lived. Yeah. And he was out there one morning, you know, like seven o'clock in the morning, picking up all the trash. Excuse me. And by that evening, they done trashed it again. Yeah. And. Yeah. It's just not good. For, it's not good for anything. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, you know, even us in the construction field, we have to obey the rules. Sure. Okay. Now, we can burn. Can't burn in city limits. We can only burn out in the country. But we can't burn anything any larger than six-inch diameter. Right. And then we have to monitor when we burn it. And, or... You know, what we do is we try to saw up these limbs, and there's always somebody out there that would w- want some firewood. Right. Yeah. And w- and a lot of times it's better for them to come get it in poles than it is for us to right. cut it up and then chunk it's, it in. It's a lot easier to uh, to haul it that way. But all the uh, plywood, sheeting, shingles, scrap two-by-fours, anything like that has to go to landfill. Yep. Cannot burn those in the... Uh, now they will uh, at the landfill. They will take framing material because they got a chipper over there and they turn it into mulch. Okay. They can't do plywood or OSB because of the resins. The resins, in it. yeah. Because there you go. You know, uh, resins are made out of crude oil. Yep. Okay. Yep. Shingles are made out of crude oil. Yep. All right. So, so if you burn them, you're you're adding pollution. Right. Which I, you know, they. We can't do nothing but bury them anyhow. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of funny you said that because uh, I was looking at a chart with uh, the, some just, it was kind of interesting, like some of the things that were made from uh, distilled crude oil. 
And it's like, you know, I mean, obviously the petroleum products like gas, you know, like propane and stuff like that. Uh, gasoline, obviously. Um, but just like paraffin and diesel and, and fuel oil. Uh, lubricating oil, some of those things like that we don't think about, you know, like uh, your Vaseline's or your, your, or your... Medicines are yeah. made out of it. How yeah. about your computer case? Yeah, any kind of plastics. You know, uh, yeah. we talked about, you know, uh, the market trend is going to synthetic decking mm-hmm. because treated decking is higher right now, and I did not know this, that treated lumber's getting ready to come out in 20, 30, and 40-year warning. Wow. Your 40-year premium treated decking is higher than your synthetic decking. And synthetic decking has always been over. Right. But now, all right, you know, ExxonMobil has the plastics division that makes this synthetic decking, and now it's a rage all over the United States. Right. So consumer products are getting ready to go on the rise, and people don't even realize it. Sure. Yep. I'll tell you what, let's take a break. Again, we want to thank our sponsors, Pro Roofing Group. Thanks for sponsoring the show. We'll be right back right after this. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, we want to thank our sponsors, Pro Roofing Group. Give them a call, 828-434-3896, proroofinggroup.com. They are, of course, your certified master roofer. Go check them out. Yep. And uh, good stuff. Appreciate them sponsoring the show, as always. Yes, we do. So, so last time, Randy, you were on, we we had uh, we were talking about some uh, uh, terminology and some definitions, things like that, some common used words and phrases. Uh, one somebody asked me the other day, and I thought, well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll follow up with Randy. Explain to me what a shear wall is. A shear wall, now all house, let's say you have a house that's a certain length long, okay? That, that came into North Carolina code, and I didn't know anything about it till about 2006 because we had a house that was 40 foot long, and and uh, and they wanted to know where my shear wall was. Mm-hmm. And I said, shear wall. I also learned about during that time, too, because, you know, then we didn't have code classes. Right. You know, you had to do a lot of research. But we had to go back in a basement wall we'd framed up. We hadn't hung it with drywall yet. Mm-hmm. But what we did was is we had to put three-quarter inch plywood on it. That's what the building inspector right. did. So we went. So the house was 28 foot wide, uh, 40 foot long. And so what the shear wall does, we put one on the first floor in the basement, and then we put one on the se- first floor really the living area right and what that does is that holds that works as a bracing in the wall so the wind can't move it around got you it actually helps in seismic and stuff too and uh you know we've not really had any problems with seismic you know up until the last year right you know sparta yep it got devastated by Mm -hmm. and uh but that was old old technology, hollow block walls, right. standard framing and stuff like that. If there would have been a place to put a shear wall in in the basement, it might have saved it. Gotcha. Okay. Which, you know, uh, we've talked about foundations and stuff where I like to fill my CMU foundations with concrete. Right. All right. And the reason for that is there's no bowing in it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't put the right amount of steel in it, then the concrete, the weight of the concrete 
pushes itself out. It, yeah, it it, yeah. It, it can bow the wall itself. And uh, the weight of concrete is the weight of the, like, 2,500 20, PSI. Yep. That's 2,500 pounds a yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,000, 3,500, 4,000. All right. right. There is con- I know of concretes that go all the way up to 9,000. Right. And uh, they can probably do that even higher. But re- they do that with silica mm-hmm. added to it, and uh, that makes it stronger. Got you. But shear walls are important in a house, and it's something that you can put on the wall and will help your house. So it's basically extra structure, if you will. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a more structural built wall. Yes, it does. Yes. Okay. You know, I know you've been in a house— and the wind's blowed so hard that you can feel pressure in it. Yep. Okay, well, that's the wind hitting it. Unlike a hurricane at the coast and stuff, yes, the wind buffets the house, but a lot of the houses are being tore down by the vacuum on the backside. Yes. Yep. And uh, and, and that's where we kind of differ, I guess. You're like, you know, when you get to the top of beach and sugar and some of those top, higher mountains where it's we get the same wind, but I don't think we have quite the same vacuum part on the end. Correct. Now, what happens uh, here in the mountains is is the house on top of the mountain generally doesn't get blown down. Mm-hmm. It's the house that sits under the peak of it yep. that has the worst time because as the wind comes across and the turbulence coming back on the mountain. Picks it back through, I guess. Yeah, okay. Sweet. So, you know, uh, a few extra sheets of plywood, and I, and I don't recommend half-inch plywood after watching the seismic mm-hmm. uh, test on plywood and OSB. Right. And when you build your seismic, or not seismic wall, but your shear wall, glue it to your frame. Right. Another thing you can do, too, is you can inlet a one before. Okay. All right. You still have to put it on plywood, but see, that one before will hold more than that plywood on the wall. Okay. I had no man prove that to me one time. Interesting. Because we framed two walls in the house. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't let me, he didn't pull the walls down. But he actually took his truck and took a chain and hooked to each wall. And he said, you stand right here with the level. And the OS or plywood moved where the one before didn't move. Interesting. You know, and so uh, to give you an idea about adhesives, uh, the Lockerbie 747 that blew up or hit the ground, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the glue joints where the plane was glued together did not fail where the rivets was it failed interesting that's pretty that's pretty cool pretty cool stuff. so you know things have come a long way sure uh we grew up with plywood when i was a kid half inch plywood had uh five layers mm-hmm. it's always an odd layer because they cross them back and forth right yep yep and it's got down to the point that some engineer says three layers is good enough well when it went to three layers we called it dew ply because if you put it on your roof and you didn't cover it with felt the dew would make it yep separate yep. i've seen that uh, yep. and then OSB come around and when OSB first come out, I remember, you know, I was 16 year old and a guy brought a bucket of water up and had a piece of OSB in it and had it soaking in it. Yeah. And then he said, I'll be back in 30 days. And he said, just to prove a point. Yeah. Well, that OSB did not separate in 30 days. Now, if you put OSB in a bucket of water to start separating. Yeah. I was going to say, don't, don't let it get rained on. Because a lot of people thought, it. well, you know, that's a miracle wood there. Yeah. Well, it is, because it it actually comes from the aspen tree out west, yep. and the aspen tree only grows about eight inches across. Mm-hmm. So 
they'd take a tree that was useless. Yeah. And now you're making something and out. making something out of it. But then there you go. You got an engineer. Somebody's going, well, we can back off the resin just a Make little. Make a little bit cheaper. Cut yeah. a little bit corners. Now, and, and, and how many times have you seen that? Uh, how, I mean, how many construction sites have you driven up to and you see where the plot, where the OSB has gotten wet and now you got a big hump on the joints you know, where they butt together? Correct. And sometimes it's pretty significant. You know how many customers ask me to put OSB underneath like a soffit? Right. And, and yep. they'll paint it. Well, it doesn't make any difference if you paint it or not. It still pulls it, up moisture. It, it still yeah. pulls moisture. And once it gets a little toehold and one little old crack yep. right there. There you go. And the wind can help open the little cracks when it gets a little older. And now it starts flaking. Yep. And then yep. they'll call you back and say, well, this is not working. Yep. Well, you didn't want to pay that $23 a sheet for OSB yep. that is designed for that product. Exactly. Exactly. And well, speaking of prices of OSB, what, what are we looking like this week? Well... You know, week four last, you know, was in the 40s. Yeah. 44 sheet, half inch or seven sixteenths now has gone down to 21.35. Okay. Okay. And now the, uh, this is Lowe's of Boone and 19.30 seconds is $39, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. But uh, three quarters come down to 51, which at one time it was 90. Right. And, uh, but, you know, one thing that, uh, uh, the borders were open between Canada and the United States right. here this last week, which is, a, which is a big deal because we know there's a lot of manufacturing of the, of the different lumber, right? Of lumber in Canada. Correct. And, uh, but, uh, three quarter inch is still forty nine ninety eight. but see, that's down from $90. Yeah. So it is coming down and, you know, I get... Everybody says, well, I hear the futures in lumber, the bottoms fell out of it. Right. It has fall, fallen out of it. But the point of it, it is trickle-down economics. You've yeah. got to get rid of what you manufacture so high. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's the key. And, I, you know, I mean, it's 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 fun. I guess it's exciting to see it drop for sure. Uh, I guess we'll see if the trend continues or, or where it kind of settles out. That'll be the big key. It is. Uh you know, I had a, a gentleman tell me the other day, well, you know, two-by-fours are cheap. Well, as a builder, the code now says you can R, use R15, mm -hmm. okay, in the walls, but then you have to have the equivalent on the outside. Yep. So that does not mean you can use OSB on the outside to get your R19 because the R value of OSB in plywood is .05. Right. All right, so you have to go with a product like a zip panel where it has a foam backing on it yeah. and now you're back into the 50s again okay so are you saving money or the alternative is using foam right because foam is 6.2 r value per inch so that gets you at 18 yeah close to 18.6 18.7 which value. is close enough because if you take a two by six wall with r19 and compress it one half inch you only have r18 yep you're back to 18 yeah, so. Yeah. And there is a lot of math that goes into the energy side of it that a lot of homeowners don't think about. Sure. It's it's uh, it's a new field now when it comes to energy building. Exactly, exactly. We'll take a break. We'll come right back right after this. We want to thank our sponsors, Pro Roofing Group. Thanks for listening.
That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, we want to thank our sponsors, Pro Roofing Group. Go check them out, proroofinggroup.com. They are your certified master roofer. And that's uh, kind of important. You know, we, we mentioned hurricanes a while ago, and hurricane season is upon us. We have a tropical storm. Fred will be seeing the rains. I don't. It's. A, I guess it's a tropical depression now, and we'll, we'll see the rains coming in towards the end of the weekend and, and pretty much all next week. So, I don't know how much rain in terms of flooding we're going to get, but we could see. Uh, we're kind of in, uh, as always, when the mountain, when the the any storm like that comes up through Florida and Georgia and South Carolina, when it hits the the mountains here, uh, it tends to drop a lot more rain than what's around us and so we're we're still scheduled to get four to eight inches uh of rain towards the the, well basically from now to the next what four or five six days yeah it's uh well you know one thing i noticed when i was mowing hay the wild cherry trees uh buckeye trees Mm -hmm. and sycamores already losing their leaves now i I mean they were yeah they were losing uh, the first August. Interesting. So you've if you got any of those types of trees around your house, you already got uh, leaves in your gutters. Yep. Definitely something you need to go think about uh, and and enjoy whatever sun pops out today, and it'll be a good time to check it. Check those ditches and things like that because you know I mean four to eight inches. We've had rainstorms has given us more, but still that's a pretty significant amount four to eight inches, especially as dry as it's been. You know, well, it's it, going to run off. It's all going to exactly when it hits like this. It's all it all runs fast, and so uh, it's definitely something to, to think about this morning as we go through before it starts. I mean, if we increased what sixty percent chance of rain today. Yeah, now I, it's rained all around my house all week. Yeah, I watch it on the radar, and I can hear it thundered. I know Blowing Rock has got it, Fosco's got yep. it, uh, Aho's got it. You know, but it had. I can see the thunder boomers. Yep, seen it. Uh, Raining and see, I can see it raining at Ember Shield up there at uh, Rocky, not Rocky Face, but uh, Tyne Castle. Yeah, as I come across 194 there. Yeah, and but it made it to Valley Cruces, but didn't come on. Didn't up. come up to, didn't go around the curve. Nope. And uh, Mother Nature's funny. Yeah, but definitely something to think about as 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 Fred comes through and, um, you know, it, we we had what Elsa the other day, uh, down in South Carolina, you know, and and. and my thing is when you think about the the uh, we I mean, we just got done talking about lumber prices and sheeting and stuff and you've got to worry about that when it comes to you know hurricanes and tropical storms but especially the bigger hurricanes where they really start to cause damage you know yeah because um, it's it's got to be rough it's it's already tough and taxing to buy that stuff but now when it, when it costs more uh, it, it's that much harder I guess well you know another thing too is. Uh, the fires aren't over out west, okay. Yep. And when the fires are over, and people get settled with their insurance, and they go back to rebuilding, now material and lumber is going to go up again. Right. Yeah. You know this. This is great. It's going down, and uh, but we can't be be sure that it's going to stay down. That's my big thing. Is just. Cause a natural disaster. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. I don't want to say like don't get excited, but you know definitely uh, pay attention to it and, and don't you know don't. It, it's hard not to get excited. I get it, but.
but don't uh, don't get overly excited. Let's we have a lot of settles out. Everybody, all, you know, I've talked to other contractors and stuff. As long as you got a cost plus job, people don't care. Sure, you know, because that's they got yeah. the money. But on fixed pricing, it's just unreal, right? Because uh, today, let's say today, mm-hmm. OSB, you know, we got twenty twenty some dollars a sheet goes down to ten dollars a sheet. Then all of a sudden, the building industry takes off again. Then it's going to go back up because the demand is going to be there and the supply is still not there. Sure. Yep. Yep. That's a big, big, big part of it. So I don't know. It. Uh, so you have to be careful. Uh, you know, I was uh, talking to one of the uh, metal fabricators in town the other day, and he said that uh, – he said, I got one company that I buy aluminum from, and they, on the bottom of their invoice, said the price is only good to the end of the day when the sun goes down. Yep. Because a lot of people don't realize we have got to the point that all of our aluminum comes out of Canada. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we, we, we're getting to the point that everything we got's imported. Exactly. This spruce comes out of Canada. Yeah. There are a lot of stuff. Exactly. Yep. We'll take a last break here. We'll come right back right after this. Thanks for listening to us. That's right. A little all about home construction here on WATA. And again, we want to thank our sponsors, Pro Roofing Group. Go check them out, proroofinggroup.com. Especially with all the uh, the rainstorms coming in, it's it's. You may need them, and they'll help you with all, any and all the uh, damage and, and insurance uh, issues process. I guess is the word, as uh, as you know. So something to think about as we get into this hurricane tra- tropical storm season. I guess, and uh, again, you know, Fred coming up, bringing. I don't think we're going to get a lot of wind. I'm maybe wrong, but I, we're, it's it's mostly it's, well, since it's a depression now. It, it uh, sort of kind of broke apart. Yeah, but now they're saying it's going to go west. Yep. So we might not get as hard hit as hard as they think. You know, Charlotte was re- well. I was watching two different right, right. weather it, stations this morning, and uh, now they think that the outskirts of the major part, or not right. the major part, but the, the the width of the storm, yep, will hit the west side of Charlotte, yeah, and not the center of Charlotte, right, where they got that four inches of rain down, not just a couple hours. Yep. So uh, I, I mean that's the thing, but it, again, you know, we're still in the and the projection of getting that it's funny as you watch it you know it's like the light green then you know and then it hits the mountains and it's like the dark green where it gets gets more rain but we also uh, have seen it in the past where these storms have came up and uh the, the mountains have split the storm so yep. it's gone to the east gone to the west right and not as much in the middle yeah so we've been pretty light there so, like hugo yes you know yeah. I, I, when hugo come through we were working down in elk mm-hmm. and uh so we went, you know, after the storm, we went down, and it's almost like Jake's Mountain turned Hugo to the north. Really? East. Interesting. Coming up the mountain. You know, if I don't know if y'all ever went out Thunder Hill on the parkway and watched yep. the thunderstorms in Lenore mm-hmm. because you're looking down on top of them. Yeah. So most thunderstorms are about 1,000, 1,500 feet yep. off the ground. And as they come up, they, they continue about that 1,000, 1,500 feet. Yep. So I, 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 it reminds me of one time I was doing uh, some wood floors up on Howard's uh, Howard's Knob, like that area, up towards Junaluska, and it was great. I, I was it was about lunchtime, so I kind of stopped and 
there was a thunderstorm right over Boone, but it's like I was looking even with it. You know, it was the coolest thing. Uh, it was just, it was cool because you could see the lightning start and stop. You know, like you, you did, there wasn't lightning above you. You know, that you could see it below it. It was just, it was just cool to see. Uh, I, I bet I watched that whole thirty-minute storm. Well, I, I sat on, there looking at the window on Beach Mountain on top of the gondola building when I was a kid, and from my waist down. The fog was so thick, I couldn't see my feet. Yep. And from my waist up, it was sunshine. Yep. I just thought that was remarkable. Yep. I've seen, yeah, that's cool. So, Well, you know, we, we, we try to follow some of the construction news. Have you heard about the uh, the unemployment uh, for in the construction industry in North Carolina? I know everybody's wanting help. Yep. Uh, and everybody wants to start at the top of the barrel and work their way down. Yep. And... Everybody's pushing to pay help, all right, but they don't want to pay the contractors for the unexperienced help. Right. Because, you know, we've talked about it before, and, yeah, you know, I've, it's been, I have never started employee at minimum wage. Mm-hmm. I had one that worked for me a while back, and uh, he said, I can do anything. And I said, okay. And then after about three weeks, I said, you know what? You just need to go on. Yeah. Why? I said, you're not even worth minimum wage. Right. Well, what I don't understand is uh, I was reading that the unemployment, this is construction rate, the construction unemployment, uh, grew to 4% or grew by 4% uh, during the pandemic. And I thought that was just interesting because, like you said, everybody's looking for for employees, but yet the employment has grown. Um, Unemployment, I mean, has has grown. Well, as a now... Most people won't realize this, but as a, a new employee that has never came out and done any construction work with training, mistakes, uh, just learning yep. will cost an employer about twelve to 15000 a year. Right. And losing tools, you know, not paying attention, negligence. And, you know, then we get back to, wow, that's outrageous. How, why can you charge that much? Right. But then again, you turn around, and the, the, the normal consumer does not pay any attention to the OSHA laws. Right. OSHA, well, however you say it. Anywhere six foot off the ground, we're required to put a red mark around six foot perimeter of the house. Right. Nobody can go past that. Yeah. And if they go past it, even if it's a framing crew, they're supposed to wear a harness. Yep. Because uh, lumber grows so fast that the North American lumber was growing so fast that, you know, the graders and stuff might miss some framing with, uh, I've never seen it, but uh, a North Carolina Home Builder Station came out and we had a class on it and they said about leaning up against a stud and it breaking. Right. And people falling out. Wow. Or somebody sitting on a windowsill just yeah. smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And I know how everybody hates cigarettes, but you know what? I let my employees smoke until the insulation goes in. Sure. They don't pick up. They don't throw cigarette butts on the ground. Yeah. And, uh, but that's just how I am. I'm part of that generation that smoked. Right. Well, this said overall in, in North Carolina, the state gained uh, 8,700 jobs. So it puts it right at 240,000, a little over that, 240,000 jobs, uh, according to the, uh, what is this, Associate General Contractors of America? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so... I, I, I don't know. That's good, though. I mean, it, to, to me, it's, it's good to see those numbers go up 
but like you said, everybody's still well. A lot of the jobs now, that. a lot of jobs could be Hispanic jobs coming on, and well, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Well, it did say also that. Um, let me see if I can find the right the, where it was talking about it. But it, was, it said that you know, I mean, we always see that increase as we get into spring and summer, um, you know, and then it drops back off. But there, it, this this article is kind of talking about how it's been fairly steady uh, and hasn't dropped off yet. Um, and, and you know, four percent growth is pretty decent. Yes, it is. So. But then we had in April we had a seven percent drop in home sales. Right. Uh, in the south. Yep. Well, and I'm curious too how, you know, especially here in the high country, how the the housing market's going to go. I mean, it's still a, a bit of a booming market, but it, are we starting to see the starting to see it settle down? So, I think so. Uh, there's nothing out there to rent anywhere. Yeah. Uh, lot of lot of I believe there's a lot of permits being pulled because there's a lot of construction going on. Yeah. And uh, and as long as you know, I don't know if the 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 foreclosure market on apartment complexes and stuff like that doesn't have the same effect because that's coming too if they release all this stuff. Mm-hmm. If it has the same effect in the housing crunch in 2008, 9, and 10. Right. You know, because remember when the property values, home values dropped 35%. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you heard me ask Virginia one day about how Right. What happens? Lumber prices increase four hundred percent. Now these people building these homes that are four hundred percent higher than they was a year ago, are they going to lose the value of their home when the market drops back that, down? And see, and that's that's the million dollar question, right? Like, I mean, how many times have we said it? Like a hundred thousand dollar home, and now you you spent three four hundred thousand dollars to build that hundred thousand dollar home. How much is that home worth? Yeah. Correct. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I guess it, if it's going to be a long-term home, it, that's less of an, an issue. But, you if know, most a, people don't live in the house. For, if it's a five-year yeah. home, then you could lose your value. Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm just a peon. In, I'm, well, a little, I'm a little fish in the big ocean. I, yeah, and, I, and I, I mean, that's that's a big question, I guess. I, I, I guess time will tell, as always. But, but you know, it's, as a rule of thumb, you know, up until probably 2000, you know, when 8, 9, 10, when lumber prices fell, you know, it used to be labor and lumber was about the same cost on a house. Right. Now lumber costs are higher. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, they're higher, but labor costs are higher. Yep. And the reason for that is the restrictions that you go through. Sure, sure. Talking a little bit about, you know, the, the, the economy of building and, and construction, too, uh, did you see that uh, Senator Tom Tillis uh, put in a uh, negotiated and drafted a bipartisan infrastructure bill uh, that will help North Carolina construction industry? It's uh, I say North Carolina construction. I mean, I'm talking like large state stuff. Yeah. Um, but it it was kind of interesting. It said that um, basically it, this bill, uh, if it go, I guess it's going through or it has gone through. Um, but it's going to create more jobs and, and not necessarily raise taxes. And, you know, it brings more money in without raising taxes because of that. Well, that's, you, you hit on a strong point right there. Regardless of your beliefs, if Congress can't work together, they're going to be on gridlock for another four years. Right. And it's not going to help the consumer. Sure. So now think about coming out of 2020, okay? The state was $95 million over their budget for their road projects. Right. 
that's the reason they stopped the 105 project. Yep. But now, Raleigh now, they came out yesterday and said Raleigh is the largest city in the state now. They have grew faster than Charlotte has. Okay. So you know they're going to spend more money down there right. than they are up here. And uh, which, if, if we go to 25,000 students at ASU, which, you know, that's great for them. But you got to have the infrastructure. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And uh, so I guess this—I I guess I misspoke. This bill is actually in, in passed through the Senate and is through the, and it's sitting on Pelosi's desk to be on the floor, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was—it well, was kind of interesting though because you know you had mentioned that Highway 105 and stuff. It this package includes funding for 7.2 billion dollars in North Carolina roads. Um, because it says, I, I thought this was funny, like 3,000 miles of highway in North Carolina are considered poor condition. Yes. I mean, I believe that. But um, but it, it, it was interesting because, you know, it, I mean, it talked, it kind of breaks down with like uh, uh, bridge construction in North Carolina, transportation and public transportation increase, uh, $440 million in clean water. Uh, but... One thing that I, I sort of gravitated towards uh, getting, I guess, excited about, in, in a sense, was the uh, $100 million for broadband in North Carolina, uh, trying to get broadband access, Internet access to, to people who currently don't have fast well, broadband. Well, you know, and, there you brought yeah. up a big one right there. Here I am sitting in the town of Boone last night, didn't have any cell phones. Yeah, well, and then I've about given up on cell phones so last year. I was um, told... That the reason we don't have good cell phone service is because the county commissioners voted not to have cell phone tires on the mountain because it disturbed the looks of the mm -hmm. mountain. And if you drive down Charlotte and you look at cell phone towers around Matthews and stuff, they look like a tree. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I don't know why, but I'm with you on that. And I do know that there's a lot of effort, a lot of push to get uh, – you know, I think the county has worked with or working in, in the process of working with different groups and organizations and companies to get service, you know, in some of the places that doesn't ha currently have fast broadband. But like you just mentioned, you know, in the past, when you say broadband, you're really thinking, you know, fiber or DSL even, you know, like hardwired, I guess you'd say, Internet service. But... You know, now with some of the wireless technologies, cell phones and, and things like that, the, it's amazing to me that we still can't get Internet to some of these places. Um, you know what? You bring up a strong point right there because you're getting ready to go to school and uh, virtual school, and you've got kids signing up right and left to do it. And, you know, the county did a great job putting hotspots in, giving kids hotspots right. to go on their computer. But if there's no cell phone tower, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the thing to do. So yeah. is our own government slowing our own kids down from making an education? And I'm talking about Watauga County. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Not the state people because you get off a mountain, there's a cell phone tire every mile. Right. And so, you know, I think it really falls on mute ears and uh, because they said 85% of the population now lives in cities. Yeah. So that puts you... How uh, uh, fifteen percent live in rural America, yeah. and rural America is falling behind. And if it isn't for the parents 
teaching their kids in rural America, they wouldn't even be able to go to college. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And, and again, you know, there there has been a push. I haven't heard anything public about what that push is in terms of, of what to expect for broadband in, in some of our rural areas. I'm talking, again, you know, here in the high country, uh, specifically closer to Wat- Watauga County. Um, so I know there, I know that there is certain people who are, are trying hard uh, to get it, but you know it comes back to that infrastructure and cell phone and internet service is an interesting one because it's not like your power where it's a considered a utility that you have to provide or have to have access to and you know yeah. and, and I guess subsidies and various things like that. Um, so I guess the best uh, option on that is. Call your command, com, county commissioners up and complain. Call your cell phone. Call your representatives in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know that sounds like a lot of work, but you know what? The the education on our kids are important. Yep. Well, and and more and more. I mean, we're we're Dr. Elliot last week was talking. You know, we we had him on and was talking about uh, snow days and, and what to expect some on the, in these snow days and and. The, the the county calendar right now has built in the option. I mean, we don't know when it's going to snow, but we have the option now of adding um, snow days or remote days rather uh, to work from home. So it will be an option. They have you know a tool in their toolbox, and uh, I know they were they were waiting on state approval to get up to you know the state because of where we live and the fact that we get all the weather delays and and uh, out outages. We can get up to fifteen uh, remote days. Good. I don't know where that, I don't know where that legislation is and, and uh, where it's at right now, but I know that that's the, that's the hopes, uh, and that's not to say that. And Dr. Elliot had mentioned this. We can go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, he, you know, it's not to say we're, they're going to use all of them, but it, it, it's it's nice to have that option because how many times? Let's look back and think back, Randy. Even when you were younger, how many times did you miss weeks at a time? Call you know, especially one time January, we, February. We got out. We uh, got back from Thanksgiving one day, yep. and was out nearly to February. Yep. What, what was it like uh, in in sometimes in the in the seventies? They they didn't go at all in the month of February or well, something we, like one that. Year, like, one one year we finished up with one hundred and twenty days. Yeah. So it, I'm not, and I, hopefully this year is not that year, but. It's nice to have options to, to keep that going if we need them. So let's look at it like this. Is terrorism destroying education for our young kids because they don't want to destroy the looks of the mountains? It's a whole other debate, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So is it worth the money to destroy the education of our children over the money that terrorism brings in? Right. Because, well, you know where I fall in that answer. Of course, because <laughs> hey, I'm hey, I'm proud of Terry. He's he's one of the people leading the pack. Yeah. But I know my grandson had a hard time last year virtual school because of the cell phone service. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll get off our soapbox. Finish up the show. All about home construction. We want to thank our sponsors, Pro Roofing Group. Check them out, proroofinggroup.com. And uh, everyone, stay dry this week. Yes, and be safe. That's it. Clean so. your road. Clean your gutters out, clean your culverts out, and stay dry. Be, and be safe. Lots of umbrellas and, and ponchos this week. So. Yep. Well, Randy, we'll see you next time. Until then, I hope everyone stays safe and dry. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, All About Home Construction. Our show airs live on WATA Radio in Boone, North Carolina, every Saturday morning. 
Check out our Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Leave your tips and comments there. Also, subscribe, like, and share this with a friend.